Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the PTBO Today podcast. Intelligent conversation. Wednesday edition of PTBO Today Live. Lots of Pete's chatter coming up. We're going to chat with Pete's head coach Rob Wilson coming up. Uh, Willie tra- Wednesday. Trade deadline day today, of course, with the Peterborough Pete's. Find out uh, the coach's thoughts as we get into a couple of games this week. Uh, more on that coming up. Let's uh, kick off with the top three stories. And boy, oh boy, this is a top story. A lot of people, not here, just here in Peterborough, but right across the country actually are talking about this story right now. Yes. It involves a robbery and assault at a convenience store. I didn't hear it, see it, because I've faced the opposite direction, but it's in my it's in my hood. Yeah. It's where it took place. Yeah, no, they basically, uh, it was about 2 a.m., uh, last Friday, so Thursday night, Friday morning, 2 a.m., and a guy came in. There was a customer with the store clerk inside the store, and then another person came in with a baseball bat demanding money yep. and swung towards the store clerk, hitting him. Yep. Store clerk chased him outside, managed to get the bat off the guy, and started swinging on the suspect. Yeah, the suspect now is in a Toronto hospital with head, head injuries. injuries. He got hit in the head, and uh, the suspect and the clerk are facing charges now. So the clerk's been charged with uh, aggravated assault as well. And, uh, yeah, that's what's uh, caused and a bit the, of a stir. And the other guy will be charged at some point. Uh, they, they they do intend on charging the well, They put out a warrant yeah. so for the suspect. So, they yeah, know where he, he is. He's yeah. obviously in hospital. But um, lots of conversation on social media about this. And we don't have the same laws in the U.S. And I think that's where there's a bit of confusion here. Where... You're allowed to defend yourself, as far as I know. I may be wrong. No, there's a, there's an incident with our buddy, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Yeah. It actually happened to him, where he was working at a club, and someone came at him with a gun. He got the gun off the guy and blew off the back of his head and ended up killing the guy, and Scott Hall got nothing. It yeah. just He has to live with it forever. So, yeah, it's definitely different in the States. But here, I think you're allowed to... There's a If, if you feel a sense of danger... But let, let's be honest. The clerk chased... There was no longer any pertinent danger to this clerk the guy took off now you've already ch- now you're chasing the guy down the street this is, i'm just guesstimating i don't know someone hits me with a bat i'm chasing him down yeah, the street but now i mean there is a point of defending yourself and now this guy's been the crap beat out of him with a baseball bat and now has severe head injuries and is in a hospital have you ever been really really hit like attacked to no. the point okay so it, you a switch turns somebody hits you a switch just turns and you go black I'm, and all you're doing is wanting to go after that person and seek your revenge. My, my guess, though, I'm not is saying that, it's right. I'm just yeah. saying that's how it happens. And that, my guess is probably a lot of these assault investigations we read about are probably the exact same thing you just talked about where you're you're in a mental state and you go, you know, your rage kicks in and you're not thinking properly. But, you know, they're basically and we know that Chief Betts came out with a mm, statement not really, but sort of. He made a comment on social media. By the way, he pays for a blue check mark, so he gets a longer. Yeah, that was a huge comment. <laughs> but basically, said you haven't reviewed the videos. We have. It'll play out in court, and not, I'm not making any, any st- more statements on this. Mm-hmm. But again, I think though there's the the fine line between okay, yeah, I've been assaulted. I should have the right to be able to go and beat the living snot out of the guy that assaulted me. 
but there's also the line of you're, there's no longer a visible threat in your purview. Right, but it's not thinking I have the right. There is yeah. no thought process. Right. You get hit and you're and the person runs, so somebody hits you and starts taking off. It just yeah. uh it, violence just kicks in. 100%. It's not like you're thinking, "Oh man, you you deserve this." Yeah. It's you're just thinking, "Ah, I just got hit and you're going to get hit yeah. now." And all of a sudden it's over in 10 seconds and then you're just standing there going, "Oh, maybe you realize what you've done, but at the time, you go from 0 to 100." Send send your hate mail, but the police did what they had to do based on what the 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 chart the the legal legal options are here the court will play itself out as it needs to be so uh but certainly it's been a, a there's a lot of conversation on social media around this there it's, it's, it's going to continue to but um you know people giving i think peter police a bad ta- uh, you know bad rep for this again following as you said there's emotion and there's heat and there's anger and frustration and rage are all boiled into it in human emotion but there's also the legal aspect of it. We'll see how it plays out in court. Yeah, and I'm not saying there shouldn't be charges on both sides. I'm just kind of yeah. uh, saying as the 22-year-old uh, being in his shoes and knowing uh, what it's like to have something like Especially that happen, you the, just you, you rage. Where it's not our first day that we've known about someone going in and trying to pull some BS inside one of these convenience stores. Yeah. It's not the first day. It's just not one of those situations where, you know how sometimes when somebody does something, we're like, there's no excuse for this. Well, there there is an excuse. You you black out and you go after somebody. And again, I, I understand charges have to follow, but uh, it, somebody hits you with a bat, man. I, I, I've never been hit with a bat. I've been hit with other stuff, but yeah. you just the way you react is you don't know what's uh, going on here. There's no thought process. Like I said, they, well, the court process will play itself out at yeah. this point. And they'll figure, there's probably more to this that we're as we're not aware, as the chief had uh, alluded to in his tweet. Uh, Peterborough City Council is uh, support the idea of extending mobile crisis intervention team program funding for a couple of years there, Scotty. Yeah, so uh, $87,800 will extend things to 2026. And it started off as just a little program, and now they've been able to add staff. And you see them all around the city, so that's good. And then also the Ontario Council of Hospital Unions is speaking out following a survey of their members showing that morale among healthcare workers in the province it's at an all-time low right now. They did a survey of over 750 members and it showed that two of five workers are considering leaving over the next year. So Jeez. yeah, the union's hoping to increase the amount of full-time workers, which is at 50% of the staff right now are full-time workers, but they want to bring that up to 70, 75%, which will help ease some of the pressures of the staffing crisis. It'll allow people to be in a set schedule. You don't have to pick up shifts. Yeah. You know when you're working, which Helps yourself, helps your family, and just uh, helps because with your overall schedule. The burnout factor is huge. It's real. Those are the top three stories that we're following today. Coming up, we will hear from Pete's head coach, Rob Wilson. Uh, very busy week for the Pete's on the trade front, and not quite as busy on the schedule front. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up as PTBO Today Live continues. Graham, Scott, and you never know who else. This is the PTBO Today podcast. Pete's trade deadline has now come and gone and now ready to uh, see what the makeup of the remainder of this hockey club is going to look like over the next uh, couple of months. It's going to be it's going to be a go, but it's going to be exciting. Patience is a virtue as a sports fan. Yeah, I've but, waited, you know, sixty years. And I'm only forty six for a Leaf Stanley Cup. Oh, that's never happening. But uh, the Pete's <laughs> they've got a, a chance in a couple years if all these guys come in and uh, do what they're supposed to. Four first-round draft picks in the lineup. Yes, they lost a lot of their star power, their overagers, and uh, all these guys that fans became accustomed to watching and cheering for. But, man, these new guys over the next couple of years, if uh, they play up to their potential, this team is going to be dangerous. So here's what I need everyone to do. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. 
You've been following all the yoga, haven't you? Oh yeah, on your TV every morning. Wow, there's a plug. Yeah, it's great, great, great yoga on there. I've been watching. No, I don't do it. But I watch oh, it. You're there. Yeah. yeah it's like watching a 20 minute workout. You watch it. Yeah. You're not doing it. No, you're a part of it. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> 10 minute abs. Yeah. Um, that, so, you know, there's. it's obviously going to be a rebuild year this year. It's going to be a rebuild year next year. Start to si- But we've also got great coaches in the Pete's organization. And we saw what happened the year after the shutdown. Of course, that was supposed to be the Pete's year as well when they, uh, they lost the rest of the season and were really making a run towards a championship there about three or four years ago. And then even with a younger team, still managed to make a playoff spot they weren't supposed to. And really, I think even though they got swept out, still gave Hamilton a bit of a, a bit of a run in the playoffs. Well, and just having that playoff experience. Playoff hockey's a different beast, and just getting in there, even for those four games, that carried very far over to the next year in terms of experience for those guys who were back in the lineup. Let's hear from Pizza Coach Rob Wilson. Lots to talk about when it comes to the trades over the last several days. With Pizza Coach Rob Wilson uh, as uh, the... Trade deadline uh, certainly has uh, been a busy one for the Peterborough Peets. Not something that we weren't aware of, though. I think that, you know, everyone was pretty abundantly clear that, you know, this was going to be a year of some ups and downs. And you had a lot of ups at the beginning of the season. And then we get to this point in the year where there were some downs and some decisions had to be made. Yeah, I mean, you know what? We've been, uh, we were pretty excited at the start of the year. Uh, weren't sure what was happening with guys coming back. Um, you know, we get Becker back and and um you know we're pretty excited about that going to ottawa win a couple of times and you know tie a a franchise record on the road and all these type of things so we're feeling really good Uh, a lot of rumors that tuck might be back and you know if tucker comes back i think today's conversation is completely different i think we were prepared to to go all in with without tucker coming back though you know we we just don't have the assets in the cupboard to go out and and get um you know two or three uh, big players around the league because we went and did that last year. So we had a collective decision that what would be the best direction, and I'm, I've said it openly for, for weeks now, I am a big believer that if you're in to win, you're all in. And if you're in to rebuild, you're all in to rebuild. So, And I really believe that. And uh, it's hard. You, you know, you're seeing some really... Uh, you've built some really close relationship with some players that you want a championship with. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, there's been some tears with players and, and, uh, and coaches, you know, because it's such a strong bond. But, um, you know, that's the part of the business. And, uh, uh, you know, so some guys are out and we've brought in a whole, you know, a whole group of young players that are, you know, we have four first-round picks right now from the 07 group. Um, you know, we, we feel really strongly about, you know, what we're doing and, and, um, you know, we've got a couple other players like Lads and Kadorin that are also 07s. So now you're, you're talking of six players that are 07s that you believe in. I think uh, everyone sees what we're doing. Are we going to struggle this year? Absolutely. Are we going to probably struggle next year? Absolutely. Um, and that's hard for a coach, too. Coaches don't want to feel that way. But when you're struggling, you're learning. Mm-hmm. You're growing. Um, and uh, when you're growing uh, and you get lots of adversity through that, um, you know, you find resolve and you find ways to, uh, you know, you see what people are made of. And um, we will uh, we will have our, we're going to have some serious downtimes for sure. Uh, but it's our job as coaches to keep this young group up and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is, how, this is our, this has been the plan. And we're trying to build again to have another run. And, 
and uh, and go deep in a couple of years. So that's the that's what we decided, and, and we're excited about it. The rumors about Beck have been going on for you know several weeks now, but I think there was a lot of fans that were surprised by moves with Maya and with Dubois, and now uh, just recently with uh, with uh, McCoy as well as your your team captain uh, being sent off to Sudbury. But on the same side, as a coach, you're here to develop players, but as a staff, you know if they have a chance to find success elsewhere is that why a trade deadline like this is so important for players like that yeah absolutely you know we've had meetings for weeks now these guys all wanted to be peter opitz and they all wanted to go try and win another championship uh when we realized it wasn't going to be we had meetings and, and they came in and they all wanted an opportunity and we deserve they deserve our help to put them in places to try and take a run and put them in opportunities ottawa looks strong now uh kingston looks strong um, you have uh, Subri who you know is in first and looks really really strong. So you're helping guys move Saginaw's in the Memorial Cup. You're helping guys go to good spots, and that's part of our job is to do that. Um, and on top of that, we we wanted to we realized that you know Maya and Dubois aren't playing in the league next year. You know um, you have uh, you have um, Becker who's you know going to be in the NHL the American League. You know, Donald's hoping to get a contract, so he deserves another crack at it. Uh, he could possibly have been an overage next year, um, but he really wanted a chance to win again. So we did that for, for them and for the club and for the future of the Peter Opitz. Obviously, it's, uh, it's, it's tough as a coach, as you said. These are the guys you've gone to battle with, the guys you've won championship with. Uh, it's hard, but again, you know, when you get to sit back and watch the overall scheme of things, once you get the emotion out of it, how, uh, how proud are you a lot of these guys that have now moved on to other teams but have certainly brought success to Peterborough? Oh, you're really proud. I mean, uh, these are bonds that will be forever. Uh, you know, that group will have a reunion in 10 years and everyone will be laughing about certain things will come up. And like I watched Otter last night play for the Rangers and you're proud. You're proud that, you know, he's been sending me texts uh, the last week just saying thank you. And, you know, and he loved his time here. And, and uh, you know, he just just you, you want these kids to do well. Right. And you're proud that they were Peter O'Pete's and proud that they won a championship. And I'd love to see. You know, all these guys, you know, from, from Stiller and, and Jr. and Tucker and, uh, you know, like Otter just gotten hazy. I'd love to see and, and why hopefully these guys all get opportunities and get a game or, or more games or 10 or 100 or 1,000 games in the NHL. That's what, uh, that's what we're here to try and help them with, and uh, I'm uh, really happy to see it. So the guys we left, I hope they get something now too, and, and hopefully we get to see them on TV. The self-pat on the back, because again, you as their coach, no matter what the next step is or the step is right now, you got a chance to play a part in their development. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, you know what? You feel very proud of it. You really do. And, uh, um, you know, you just you, you want to see them do well. And, and the kids we moved this year, just phenomenal kids. You know, it's uh, like I said, it's sad to see them go because they were, I believe they're true Peter O'Pete's. I believe they always will be. Uh, no matter where they've ended up for the last few months of the year, uh, but I think that their their uh, their heart, uh, like I said, there was tears, and I think their hearts will be in Peter. Well, we've got some games coming up, and uh, I'm not. I, I want to take ownership of this fact, but uh, I'm going to give it to Scott because he's the one that uncovered the fact that all those players we just dealt away 
We're going to see them over the next couple of weeks because all those players that got dealt off are going to be at the Memorial Center over the next little bit. And, of course, it starts with Kingston coming in on Thursday. Again, a team that uh, uh, has had their struggles but has certain, started to turn things around a little bit. Oh, I think Kingston has a chance to win. I really like them. Um, they're deep. They just got Doobie now. Uh, I think great pickup for them. They picked up Schmidt earlier, big, strong, right-handed shot D. Um, I, I like their team. I think they have a serious chance to uh, to make some noise here um, and bring in Dubois and is, is only going to help them. So, yeah, it'll be great to see Doobie on Thursday. Unfortunately, he'll be in a different shirt. Uh, but uh, this is a very, very good hockey team. What is the thought process going into this week, especially there's a lot of change, a few fresh faces still, a lot of guys that have not played on this ice yet and uh, played in front of these fans yet. But that being said, uh, you've got a bit of a bit of a lineup uh, scenario to put together here. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, it's going to be extremely young. Like I don't think the league's ever seen a team this young. If I'm looking at it, we started doing uh, some of the games in that of players and we don't have a lot of games in the league now and uh, you know I would imagine there'll be teams at 3,500 game experience I would be shocked if you know we're going to be I don't think we'll be anywhere near a thousand you know with the whole team combined Uh, at this point of the year uh, is a bit crazy but uh, it's exciting for the future so we're going to have growing pains there's no question about it we know that but it's also I'm really looking forward to teaching. It's probably my favorite part of coaching. And I'm looking forward to watching the growth. I remember a couple of years ago, after 1920, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to do what we wanted to do, um, you know, with with um, with COVID happening and all that. We couldn't make moves. And, and uh, after, uh, hopefully, it, which would have been a championship run, we really feel that. Um, and uh, so we had to basically start from scratch. Uh, and the first half of the year was tough. And, you know, by the second half, we were going, and, and it was young, but we were going. Well, I look at this group as, okay, we don't have the first half, but I'm hoping that this part of the year gets us ahead for next year, and maybe we're a, a little bit better than what people are thinking we're going to be. I mean, I know everyone said, oh, you won't see us being win many games over the next year and a half, and uh, that could be true. Uh, but I, I just I have faith in, in what we're doing, and I think that maybe you know our we'll, our goal will be to try and uh, have these guys grow a little quicker than what people expect. The players that are still here, um, obviously, again, they know there's going to be a change. There's going to be a different outlook. Usually at this point, you and I talk about what are going to be the keys to success to win this game on Thursday against Kingston. That might be a bit of a stretch to ask that question. But the guys that are still here, what's the message to them as we get through the remainder? As we said, it's going to be a long few months. Yeah, you know what? We're going out to win Thursday night. We'll have a game plan. We're going to try and execute it. We're going to get practice. I'm looking forward to practice the next few days and Friday and and that's our goal. Like, uh, we won't be rolling over for anybody. And I, and I made that statement a few years ago when we played Hamilton in the playoffs. Everyone went, that was a war. I said, well, what would you expect us to do, roll over? Like, we're not going to roll over. We know we have, uh, you know, we know there's going to be some, some dark nights. Uh, that's, that's, that's normal when you have such a young team as we do. Um, but you're also going to have some rewards some nights. And you're going you're gonna to be like, wow, this, this young group played really well tonight. That was exciting to watch. That was fun and, and, uh, and stuff like that. So I think, actually, it's an exciting time for the Peter Pete's. I made this statement yesterday. I think it's actually a really exciting time to be a Pete's fan. 
Um, and, and like I said, I, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that likes to be in the middle of things where it comes to like, what, what are we, what are we not? Are we going to be there? What I'd rather be really honest about it and say, this is what our plan is. This is how we're going to do it. And this is what we're, we're trying to achieve. So for me, it's a, it's a, it's a very exciting time. And I think it'll be a fun time. So let's talk about that game, uh, Kingston coming into town. What are you hoping for? What are you expecting? Is it too much to uh, to look at expectations, but just sort of lay out the game plan at this point? Uh, you know what? I'm just looking to I'm just looking to have the kids enjoy the new kids enjoy their first night in Peterborough as a, as a home game. Uh, and the good thing for them is we only have 14 road games. We have 17 home games, so they're going to get to experience pink in the rink. They're going to get to experience what a great city this is, what a great hockey town this is. Uh, and, uh, and they're going to get to experience uh, growing up as a young group. So Thursday night for me, is it's going to be about boys, stick to the structure, go have fun. And that's why we're going to try and approach every game the rest of the year. Finally, uh, patience is a virtue. And I know that a lot of hockey fans sometimes do not. But that being said, and the people I've talked to, and while there's some that don't maybe not agree, but as you said, this year might be a bit of a grind. Next year will be a build. But boy, oh boy, in two years, three years, this team is going to be probably something special, isn't it? That's the, that's the idea. I mean, you, 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 everything's projection, right? You don't know how these young boys will uh, turn out. Um, but you're hoping you can help their development. Um, and if you look at us three years from now, we're probably way ahead of any other team in the league. So uh, that's the idea here. Like I, I said this when I came here, I wanted to win championships. Um, and I really, I really want to win another championship here. Uh, it's not easy to do. Not saying you're going to do that. But we're definitely putting ourselves in a position that, you know, with this 07 group that we... Uh, you know, we could be in a position that uh, we could be the team to watch going forward. Pizza Coach Rob Wilson, thank you so much. Thank you. The PTBO Today podcast. Now, the sounds of today. Sure words never spoken. I'm going to take this advice from uh, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker. Says, uh, yeah, there's there's some rules for dating his daughter. Am I allowed to have guy friends over? If I'm home. Am I allowed to... Close my door with a guy in the room. Not without me coming in to check on you. Would you let me drive to a guy's house by myself at night? No. <laughs> no. He's, uh, okay, he's for, pretty straight up. Okay, first of all, the second question about the boy in the bedroom. Yeah. The answer is no. Done. There's no... It's not allowed? Unless I'm coming... There, none of that. No. Period. I don't have a daughter, so I can't, I can't relate. Oh, but, uh, we already got into this last yeah. week, I think, with um, Amelia. Yeah, 42. <laughs> she's not going to meet any boys until she's 42. There you have I've it. Already, I've already Graham's decided, rule, yeah. number one. Even Ethan, like, we had a conversation even last night about, because he was like, oh, okay, talk to my friends on the phone. He's like, no, you, you can just text them. Because I know how much of a dick he is to me when I call him. Yeah. And she's like, what? No. Hang up. That's that's our that's the conversation. Hey, can you go check on something? No, click. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, on the flip side of things, I know things have changed in uh, twenty or so years since uh, you know I was uh, I was a young buck. But whenever I went over to a girl's house, I would never want to be in the bedroom with the door closed with the parents there because I wanted to be you. I wanted to be respectful and I wanted to, to stay on on their good side, right? And then you'd go to the basement or you'd go somewhere where the parents yeah, weren't. Yeah, you don't make it in the basement. You don't make an, it in the bedroom. In an open area. But I, I don't know. You just feel weird, uh, with, uh, with, especially if there was a father uh, around who was oh. home because 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I just wanted to be respectful. It wasn't a fear thing, like, oh, he's going to come in and pummel me or anything like that. It was just uh, it was a respect thing. Oh, for me, it was like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was DJ Joe. <laughs> <laughs> mean Girls, the musical. We love Mean Girls. Made its Broadway debut this week. Are you going to watch the sequel? I don't think there's a sequel. I think that was a joke. Like, was I it think a joke? that was made up. Yeah. I, I, I swear I the saw musical it. is what the release is. Was it? Yeah. I thought I saw a movie trailer no, for I it. No, I think it's uh I think it's this musical that's coming out because the musical just got released. Okay, so it, that... they're calling this the remake. Okay, maybe yeah. that's what I, I was seeing. I yeah. don't know. No, I thought, you are. I'm, I swear I'm, I thought I saw a movie. I'm a trailer. big Mean Girls uh fan, so I, I would know as soon as it came out, but uh yeah, it's the musical. Uh even in the internet age, Mean Girls creator Tina Fey thinks the message still holds up. In a way, like, things haven't changed that much, right? People have new ways to mess with each other, right? They can do it over the internet, but it's still just human beings, like, pulling someone else down to make themselves momentarily feel better, right? So I always knew, like, the core story still made sense. So it's a, it is going to be in theaters. So it's a, oh, it's a musical, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and there was also a commercial around Christmas where the cast kind of came back and made a, a funny commercial with them all in there. So it kind of looked like a trailer yeah. as well. But, yeah, this one will be in Peterborough, Graham. You can actually uh, check it out right upstairs from us. Yeah. Galaxy's right up uh, from our studio. Four o'clock tomorrow. Well, I guess I know what we're doing in the middle of the show then. Before the Pete's game. Uh, we're going to have to... Uh, Ah, that's, that's going to be tough to squeeze that in. We have to wait until Friday. Yeah, the uh, Jax Dubois tribute yeah. video you'll have to wait until later on or something. But else. today's Wednesday, so we're both wearing pink, so <laughs> it's good. And finally, high school sports star from Indiana, Noah... <clears throat> I, I sewered you on this one. I set it up because yeah, I'm guessing you probably haven't this heard like this one SNL before. Thing. I yeah. saw it on I saw it on Facebook this morning <laughs> about the guy is going to tell you how he can actually say his name... I'm not saying it out loud. But he's a, he's a superstar. So he's been recruited to Division One schools to play football. He Sorry, recently won MVP. Well, he'll get to it. I'm okay. not going to spoil it because okay. it leads up to how you actually say it. But he's won MVP honors in basketball. So he's out there, and he's all over the place right now. And if you say his name wrong, you might get canceled. So he's canceled? telling he's telling people how to That's say it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> How do you pronunciate your last name? Oh, uh, so this is how you pronounce it. It's Noah Kanega. You say uh, Kanega like that. See, that's the key. It's Kanega. <laughs> there you that, go. There you go. Now we vibing. Now we vibing a little bit. I'm not touching that it's kid's name. It's spelled K-N-I-G-G-A. So like doorknob, how the yeah. K is silent. Yeah, uh, so that's yeah. why a lot of people are thinking, oh, is the K silent? Wait, the and K silent? Door, uh, doorknob? Uh, no, but, oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, K's silent. definitely not silent on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not so touching it's, that uh, one. you're not? Okay. Okay, yeah, time to go and get a new name there, my friend. Uh, that It's like the you can't, they, they couldn't say or they were try, having a hard time trying to Say the young girl, the young girl, Vietnamese girl's name, the picture, the popular picture of her running away from the napalm explosion, Kim Fook. Mm -hmm. But it was F U C. Right. Or F U K. Or P H U C. P H U C. So nobody knew how to uh, pronounce it, but it's Kim Fook. Isn't that a joke in Austin Powers, too? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get ourselves canceled. This is, uh, that's the hot audio, and it's hot. Make it around on social media on uh, January the 10th. Comment, opinion, today's reactions. The PTBO Today podcast. One more night off before the Pete's are back in action. Peter Rokia, Pete's Hockey, tomorrow night, Pete's and Kingston Frontenac, Scotty. And uh, 
again, it's going to be a, a new look Peterborough Peets compared to the last time you saw them on the ice at the Memorial Center. Yeah, it'll be like a new season. I know yeah. this is the second half of the season, a new year, but this will be like we're starting the season all over again. I got a brand new intro to this, the game I got to create <laughs> off right from scratch. That's wild, but yeah. uh, I'll recap everything here for you. So if you got a pen and paper or just a really good memory, get ready. So it all started January 2nd. That was the first trade that Pete's sending Connor Smith and Sam McHugh to Owen Sound for Martin Matejacek and Nico Addy, as well as a draft pick. That got the ball rolling. And then there was five days of nothing. We were sitting around going, what's going on here? Any trade's going to happen? And then all of a sudden the floodgates open and it was started with Samuel Maye going to Ottawa in exchange for three draft picks. And then about five minutes later, Jax Dubois heading to Kingston for three draft picks. And then the very next day, it was Owen Beck going to Saginaw for Aiden Young, a former first-rounder, and three draft picks. Same day as well, Donovan McCoy, the captain, heading to Sudbury for Caden Taylor in a draft pick. And then that was the end for that day. And then yesterday, made a deal with Flint. Graydon Strohack came to Peterborough in exchange for three draft picks. And then earlier today, just before the trade deadline, William Haley coming over from the Mississauga Steelheads in exchange for a conditional draft pick. So six guys out, six new guys in, bunch of draft picks of draft in picks. there as well. So yeah, that was uh, that was quite the uh, lead up to the trade deadline. And gave Busy. up and gave up some uh, future draft picks as well for. Uh uh, the straw hack deal, but again, these mm. are future draft picks as well, so nothing that's going to impact the Peets, you know, right, right this second. No, exactly, but all great moves. So now the Peets have four first round draft picks from last year's 2023 draft in their lineup. Uh, six 2007 birthdays on the roster. I've never that before ever. Like, I've, I've been no. following junior hockey a long time. Uh, to be able to, you know, scoop up that many teams' first round draft picks is, is unheard of. It's uh, Yeah, it certainly is, and they're going to be sharp. I know a lot of people are uh, worried about the second half. It, it's going to be a tough stretch. Yep. This will be a, a learning curve for everyone, but uh, they're under great leadership in Coach Rob Wilson, and they're going to get some valuable experience. So all these young guys, if you're looking at their stats going, oh, my gosh, these guys, they haven't put up big points. They're 16 years old, and they're playing on teams that were contenders who were going for it all this year. They weren't getting a lot of ice time. They weren't playing on special teams. Th they're great players. They were drafted in the first round last year for a reason. So now they're going to get ice time. They're going to get special team experience, yeah. possibly a first round playoff matchup as well. If the Pete's can hang on to that eighth spot and get some playoff experience, but these guys are going to develop into some superstar players. They just haven't been given a chance yet. And they'll have that chance with Peter Rowe. They're going to be exciting. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to see. Again, we just have to, you got to have patience. If you don't have patience, you're a bandwagon jumper. Mm -hmm. You're going to jump that bandwagon. Just go. Yeah, this is junior hockey. It's this junior is what hockey. It's how it goes. Uh, if you don't like it, go away. This is how it works. Sorry. It's going to be a bad year. It is what it is. There's exciting years to come. We hope you're going to hang on. Enjoy the ride. It's going to be a lot of fun because the Pete's are going to be very competitive again. Not Maybe not next season, but the season after. And great coaching staff. If you don't have the patience for it, A, you're not a, a hockey fan. You're not a junior hockey fan, especially. Just go. 
Yeah, and this is your chance to watch these kids develop. Don't give up on this season. I've seen people saying, oh, I'm not coming to another game. That's ridiculous. What are you thinking? Watch these guys develop. You get a shot to watch these guys as 16-year-olds develop into superstars within the next year or two, and they want fans. Can you imagine you're a 16-year-old kid, and all of a sudden you come in and you know that there's 3,000-plus fans all season long, and then now there's not because they've come in? How discouraging yeah. is that to come into a city and then, oh, wow, I guess the fans don't believe in me and believe yeah. in the team and they've given up on us? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Don't boycott. Keep going to the games. I know there's a handful of people on social media who are saying, oh, I don't even want my season tickets anymore. I get it. Some superstars are gone. Some guys that you've watched for the last few years are gone. But now you get to watch these guys for the next few years, and you get to watch them develop from the ground floor. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be along for the ride. If you're not, we're not going to miss you. The BTBO Today podcast. Running down the stuff you need to know. That's a jazz. My jazz? Yeah. I, I can't play any instruments, Graham, but I like to listen to I it. Play, I can play the... Yeah. The skin flute? Yeah, well, that, that too. Is that jazz? Yeah, that's jazz. That's jazzy. That's a jazzy <laughs> comment right there. Uh, Eda Lee uh, is going to be making a return to Peterborough coming up. 96 years old, and she's still performing. Former Peterborough resident. Uh, she's lived in Vancouver since 2014, but she'll be here for a fundraiser for the Pathway of Fame that she co-founded. So she'll be at Showplace along with uh, Sean Holly. Uh, Rob Phillips, and that'll be uh, quite the show. A little bit of a homecoming. This is a moaning of Italy. I like it. I love this music. Yeah. Live jazz. There's nothing like it. Gotta, gotta be that CD bar with the uh, low lights. Anywhere. It doesn't haze. matter. I just let my... My foot starts tapping every time I hear jazz. Yeah. And just being there in person, all the instruments and everything, it's, yeah, I love it. And you don't really have to have any words, you just stand there. Yeah, my, 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 my foot's tapping right now. That's uh, moaning. Bleeding Gums Murphy, one of my favorite <laughs> musicians. A little Simpsons drop there for you. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of the show, of course, more Pete's Chatter as we get you set for Peter Moore Kid, Pete's Hockey, Pete's and the Front Knacks. Uh, should be an interesting game tomorrow night, uh, to be sure. Yeah, six new faces in the lineup for Peterborough and former Peterborough Pete Jax Dubois making his return as a member of the Front Knacks. That'll be strange. Go Pete's go tomorrow night. We will talk more about that coming up on tomorrow's edition of the show. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. This has been PTBO Today Live. Catch Graham and Scott weekday afternoons on Freak 90.5 and everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Download the show weekdays and spread the word about Peterborough's only daily podcast. Have any thoughts on today's show? Text us at 705-874-9050 or follow us X at FreakPTBO. The PTBO Today Podcast. Intelligent Conversation. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.